Hello, and welcome to another edition of Todd Talk, where we take teaching theory and turn it into teaching practice. The theme for this month's Todd Talks has been that of 21st century skills. 21st century skills are skills that translate to, to the real world. And so anytime we can be teaching students these types of skills is always going to be valuable. I've had a series um, of Todd Talks on collaboration, which is a valuable 21st century skill. And last week's Todd Talk specifically was on leadership, which is an important 21st century skill. So the topic of today's Todd Talk is going to be public speaking, which is a, uh, a 21st century skill that I think that every, every student should possess. Um, and the reason being is that not a ton of people are great at public speaking. Um, it is quite a, it's quite a craft, it's, it's quite, a, quite a skill. And when they um, asked people what they were most afraid of, number one, of course, was spiders. Um, but number two was speaking publicly. So people, not a lot of people like to speak publicly. So if you can instill on in your students the ability to speak publicly and to be confident in that and to present themselves well, they are going to stand out from everyone else. And that's what we want of our students. We want the, to give them the tools to be able to stand out in a very noisy um, crowd. So we want them to be able to seem unique, to seem different, to seem like they are the person that you should be hiring or put, you know, accepting into your college or whatever. So the question is, how do you teach public speaking? Uh, because there, there are some public speaking courses or things of that nature, but you can teach public speaking in any of your courses from math to gym to, to, you know, social studies being the most obvious one. But so the first thing that you want to do when you're teaching students how to to do well as public speaking is you want to provide models for them and models can come in from a few places for one one is you can look at historical models so you can watch Martin Luther King Jr's I have a dream speech which is one of the most powerful speeches you know that's ever been given uh, that was captured on video and you can then watch that speech and then talk about what are the things that he has done well um, how has he captured that audience? Why is the speech so memorable? Uh, what are the things that he's doing in order to capture the, this audience? You can look at other really good public speakers. Um, Bill Clinton was a very good public speaker. Uh, Ronald Reagan was a good public speaker. And so you can watch video clips of these leaders and try to determine, you know, what is it that made them so strong a speaker? Uh, what is it that they did that cause them to stand out from the rest. So that's one source of a model. Another one is there's lots of uh, resources out there such as TED Talks. So TED Talks, um, if you've never heard of a TED Talk, is like a 20-minute uh, lecture or a speech that someone gives, and it's usually on very interesting topics. Uh, there's a TED Talk. Uh, I'll put the, the link to TED Talk. Um, their, their uh, website, but it, most of those people have been vetted. The, most of those people have really practiced and are professional speakers. And so they're able to um, really show you what are what's good speaking look like and what does poor speaking uh, look like. Not, not necessarily the poor speaking, but you can see this is what they do in an absence of that. That would be a poor, poor speaking. So that would be the second thing. Uh, the third thing is you as yourself uh, act as a role model for your students uh, when it comes to public speaking. So how comfortable are you at public speaking? You know, do you give up, get up and give, you know, 
when you when you speak to the class, do you do so in an appropriate manner? Do you have your arms folded or your hands in your pocket, or are you actually you know using your hands to be animated? So those are all examples of of, of good qualities that you want to have when you're publicly speaking, or things that you don't want to do. And so you yourself can act as a guide for this. Um, you can even have them, uh, depending on how comfortable you are with it, you know, you could give a speech and then have them evaluate you and what you did well and what you could improve upon. Um, the last thing I would say is to, so I, I've talked about a lot of exemplars are great examples of speaking. You also want to take a look at some poor examples. Um, so uh, not that you should call anyone out or embarrass anyone, but if you have a student that gives a, you know, a poor, a poor report or they're giving oral presentation they don't do a very good job you know kind of breaking that down and analyzing that as a class on what could have been done differently um, and so sometimes that can be self-reflection that can be reflection as a class but you know taking a look at what are ways that this can be improved you can probably find some examples of bad speeches uh, on YouTube or things of that nature and so just looking at these and not making fun of them or not making light of them but just learning from these mistakes um, because it's important to see, oh, that this student did this. So every time I, I would take students to, to uh, Model United Nations where they would publicly speak, I would show them this speech that the students gave. Um, and we would look at this and there was a really good example of a student who was doing what you should not doing, which is that he was, his body language is not very good. Um, he did not, uh, he spoke in a monotone voice. He wasn't very clear or loud with his speaking voice. And so these are all things that the students pointed out. And so what they can do is they can now say, oh, I don't want to be that way. So I'm going to make sure not to do that. So the bad examples can be just as powerful as the good examples. So. That's the first thing you can do is provide models for what good speak public speaking looks like. The second thing that you as a teacher can provide for students is giving them time to practice their speeches. Uh, what happens a lot of times is we allow kids to do rough drafts of papers so they or an essay. So they may do a first draft of the essay. We give feedback to them. They may change it to the essay and they turn in a final draft. But oftentimes we don't give them that, that same opportunity when it comes to public speaking. So if a student has an oral presentation, have you carved out time in your class classroom where they can actually practice this? Have you given them bullet points for what good public speaking might look like? And I'll include, uh, you can see this visual right here, has bullet points for what good public speaking looks like. So you can have a student looking at these bullet points and then using those to inform that student's uh, you know, performance you know, and giving them feedback. Uh, you should, of course, have it in your rubrics where they're showing what it looks like when it's really well done, as such as this example shows right here. And it also shows what is not done very well. And so students can use this rubric to evaluate their practices. Um, sometimes filming themselves and watching that. I think that's a very powerful tool. You know, we do this in sports where we, we watch film or we watch ourselves you know, doing things and then we critique that and get better at that. The same thing goes with public speaking. So if you could have, you know, if you could, students in today's day and age have their phones or their videos, they can, you know, they shoot video of each other doing public speaking and then kind of analyzing that and what they can be do better. They may not even be aware that they're doing something like folding their arms or that they are saying um a billion times. So being aware of that's going to be important. So 
And part of this practice time is, like I said, not only giving them the physical space to do that, but providing them with some guidance for what this looks like and how they can help one another so that when they go to do their uh, public speaking, what you're seeing is a final draft, not a rough draft. Uh, rough drafts of public speaking are just not very good. And so you want to give them the chance to, uh, to do a really good job with their public speaking. So the third thing that you as a teacher can do to help students to learn public speaking is give them opportunities to speak. And not just any opportunities, but authentic opportunities to speak in front of others. So what this typically means is finding an audience, a real life audience, not just fellow classmates, uh, not just yourself, but where they're going to have to actually put it somewhere where an audience is going to be you know, evaluating how they're doing or, you know, judging how they're doing. This has come in a couple forms. So first off, you could have them create a YouTube video um, and put that on YouTube and, you know, anyone can access that. And so that's out there. And so they're going to have to do a really good job if they want to have that out there. Um, another thing you can do is you can, like I have my Model United Nations shirt on today because this is what I feel is a great opportunity. So Model United Nations involves students having to get up and defend a resolution and make an argument for their resolution in front of sometimes thousands of people. Um, and so this really is an authentic experience of presenting in public. Um, and so giving them that opportunity is going to be very valuable. It doesn't have to be a thousand people, you know, you could you can invite like uh, community members or board members or other teachers or parents or things to form authentic audiences. So these authentic audiences uh, really cause students to have to step up their game. If they're just presenting to their fellow classmates, you know, they might not feel it is being authentic and so they're not going to give it their best because if they mess up, so what? It's just the people in their class. But when you have these outside people coming in where you have you know, people who are maybe experts or people who are going to be able to, uh, you know, offer them feedback, you know, this is this is making it much more real. And so students will have to step up their game. Now, you, you don't want to put them in an uncomfortable position. So you may have to scaffold it where you start with them presenting just to friends or into in each other in groups. Um, but again, allowing that practice time is going to build their confidence so that then when they go to speak publicly in front of an audience, then it's going to be, you know, they're going to have that much more confidence in order to be able to do that. So you do want to make sure that when you give them these opportunities that they're, that you are not just throwing them into the, the deep end of the pool, you're giving them a chance. And, and you may students, some students uh, will come to you already being really good public speakers. And so you can move them along a little bit faster um, or, uh, you know, a little bit, you know, a little more challenging um, aspect of them. They could maybe do a podcast for their um, and, and put that out there on the internet so that other people can re respond to that. Um, and so, Again, you want to you want to find out where your students are at and you want to give them the supports that they need in order to feel confident to do that work. So those are three things that you can do right now in your classroom to practice the art of public speaking. Uh, and so, again, you know, this just is a matter of providing them with what it looks like, what it sounds like. Uh, what what it's going to be like if, if it's good public speaking. They need as many examples as possible. They need a lot of feedback so they know what they're doing well and what they're not doing well. 